Hello and welcome back to another episode of You Want to Do What? Today we've got James Fahey on. He's the founder and chief executive officer at Just Tip. Hiya, James. Hey guys. Thanks for having me. Absolute pleasure, mate. Um, we're going to jump straight in. Do you want to tell everyone a bit about what you do? Yeah, of course. So um, I kind of have a, a bit of a cool story of how this came about. Um, so the idea came about in December 2020 when I was 19. Um, we, uh, I then went to one of my best friends in the world, Kira Walsh, um, and I told her all about this amazing idea I had. And she was on board from day one. So we went about building this business and, and the first protocol was to come up with the name. So we had just Tip as the logo. Um, and I just rang, the good sound of it. Um, so we went about building it and whatever. And then um, from 15th of July, we went live. So it's been a hell of a ride. So from the 15th of July, we've, we're now operating in three countries. We've processed over 200,000 euro in tips. Um, and we've got over a thousand servers currently using our system every day. Wow. So where did this idea come from? The idea came about because of two things. So the first one was when you leave a tip on a, on a standard card machine or a point of sale, you never really know where the tip goes. There's a kind of a black hole. There's a, a mentality around it. And the second thing is because of COVID-19, cash is a form of currency, in my opinion, is dead. So yeah. the, the solution was there. It just came to me just really quickly. I actually, um, so the person I was sitting across, I put my finger in the air really rudely and pulled out my phone and went onto my notes and typed it down tipping directly to the employees um and it kind of just went from there so have you always wanted to be an entrepreneur did you go to uni how did this sort of decision to to step in and start your own company how did you take that yeah i've i've always wanted to start my own business and i've i've always gone along the, the premise of you have to do something that does good for the world because currently there's a lot of obviously bad businesses that do do different things but um yeah i've always wanted to start my own business but i've always wanted to make a positive impact and in relation to uni uh, i was there for one year same with kira as well we both um decided that the opportunity that just tip just tip had presented was bigger than um than what the path of uni was going to bring us that's really interesting we we talk about this loads on the podcast and it'll be really interesting to get your perspective on it but university, the guests we have on nowadays seem to say, if you're going to go and be a doctor or a lawyer or an engineer like Tom is, it's a really crucial thing still. But for a lot of people, you don't necessarily need to go to university to learn the skills that you're going to be applying in your jobs. And actually, some people go to university, do a degree and find out the job they're doing and the career they're going into pays no resemblance to the degree they did. So from your perspective, do you value your time there? And then also as a, now an employer, do you actually look at university on someone's CV and go, oh yeah, they're much better than someone that hasn't been to you? Yeah, of course. So to answer your first question, uh, from my time there, I was uh, sitting in my bedroom online for the whole year because of COVID-19. I didn't even sit my, my final exams because it was all predicted grades and I was the class of 2020. Um, in relation to, to being an employer and hiring people, um, Personally, I don't look at college. I think, as you said there, for degrees that involve medicine, engineering, things like that, they're definitely important. But for a business, a commerce degree is, it's not necessary in the world of business today. It's supply and demand. You know, if everybody's got this piece of paper to say they've got a degree, the demand automatically goes down. So you've got to have something outside of that degree. So, you know, some people really enjoy college and they love education and learning and that's brilliant for them. 
for myself, it was all about just uh, get out to the world because I learned more in the first probably three days of doing this than I had in all of my education today. That's so true. And, and being a, an employer now, do you value someone that's actually done what they're saying they could do on a CV, opposed to someone that says, you know, I've got a marketing degree. Would you value someone who actually has been doing marketing or has shown they've set up their own accounts on social media and they can show you that with, I don't know, actually showing the account or portfolio online? Does that have more I think value? There's pros and cons. I think there's pros and cons. And personally, well, I look at the CV and I, I see what they've got. And, you know, if they're in a position where they're in front of me, you know, I'm all about people. So it doesn't matter if they've set up a, an account with 100 million followers or if they've been in uni for the last three years. Personally, for myself, you got to be able to get along with the person. And yeah, so to answer your question, no, I'm about the person. Um, their experience is good. It helps. But um, you, can, you can kind of teach somebody these different things. But the personality that you can connect with is more important, in my opinion. Going and starting your own business, it's um, it's not like walking into a company and you get trained and stuff like that. And you're obviously a fairly uh, you know, <laughs> no. H- how did you tackle this? Like, what what was the journey like for you getting this thing going and actually progressing with it? You got to roll with the punches. It's never gonna be. There's there's not a recipe for success. It's um, hard yards. It's a lot of um long nights, early mornings, it's, there's no clear path to success. You just got to react to what's being thrown at you. Um, and in most cases, you got to hope you do the right thing. So um, I'm addicted to it personally. <laughs> I will <laughs> never, ever work for somebody. I will work with somebody, but never for somebody from now on. Um, I'm sure you guys are the same. Um, but no, I, I personally, uh, I love it. I kind of hate how much I love it, Chelsea, because it's uh, it, killed, it killed me a little bit as well. It's that love hate, isn't it? It's, it really it's, it's is. scary and it can be daunting, but you you wouldn't change it. Like you say, once you kind of put your toe into not working for someone full time and actually you're in charge of your day and what you can get done, you kind of go, "Wow, okay, actually I can achieve all these different things." Whatever you put out, you should be getting back in because you know if you look at some of the big businesses around the world, we have who have brilliant staff who drive up the profit margins, whatever it is, and realistically, all they're doing is making the ceo that bit richer you know it's 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 all about the team that i've built now everybody knows what the end goal is everybody knows where we need to be um and it's everyone driving towards that so yeah you get to plan your own schedule you get to talk to the people you want to talk to you get to build a team around you to achieve the goal that you want to set out which is uh it's really cool i just couldn't see it any other way what kind of personality traits do you think you see in yourself that have helped you to go on this journey and become an entrepreneur um, so I'm an avid rugby player. Well, I was a player. I've done both my shoulders in, but um, it's pure grit. I think it's um, it's something that's been instilled in me from day one. My parents it's the same with Kira. You know, if somebody tells you no, um, no, I don't want to get just into my location. It's it's a maybe, not a no. Um, it's just sheer grit that you have to just get there. There's the end goal. You have to get this in or whatever. It's um, yeah, it's it's a personality trait that that uh, it really, I benefit from every day. Mindset and grit. What position did you play in rugby? I was back row number seven, so you can see why my shoulders aren't you're, great. You're the guy that always used to run and attack me. I used to play nine. Jules was a prop. I didn't run and attack you. I probably pulled you into the rock or something. <laughs> he did. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was me. So what, now you've uh, managed to start this business and it's it's going. What's been some of the biggest... Um, uh, 
things that you look back on and maybe you think you'd do differently like if you could maybe advise someone who was maybe going into it again um or look back on yourself like what, what would you do differently maybe i think if i was to tell somebody I, I think everybody should run their own business at some point in their life it just really teaches you the value of how you can build something from the ground up um the majority of the team that we put together have had their own businesses they know the, the pain points they know what it's like to have everything put on a shoestring because you know the startup and money is obviously cash is king so my advice or, or how i would describe this somebody else is this is never going to be a standardized procedure it's going to be completely crazy and what the consumer sees is a beautiful product on a countertop and uh, what they don't see is the craziness that goes on behind it to get the, the device or the qr code or whatever it is onto the countertop so uh roll with the punches it's a brilliant line and this is what something i say every day to the whole team roll with the punches roll with the punches so building just tip, obviously there must be some sort of tech aspect to it. And I'd imagine you've got marketing. What kind of people have you put in place to help you build just tip and what skill sets are you looking for still? Well, we're always looking for, for driven people. Um, I think we can always find a position for somebody in a company. Um, if they want to be there, the team that I've built currently all have fintech backgrounds. Um, my COO, for example, or, you know, he's my right-hand man, essentially. He, he's, he's won banking licenses. He's, uh, he's operated companies all across the world. Uh, again, 30-plus years fintech background. It's somebody who just has that get-up-and-go, and they can see the end goal. They can see what we're trying to do here is positive. Um, and again, they love to never sleep because that's, that's one thing you don't get to do with a startup. So if somebody's listening to this and they're thinking, do you know, what? I'd love to get into a fintech, a startup. What's a physical, what's a skill that they can actually put on their CV that would make you go, okay, actually, you know, apart from being a great person when they're in front of you, what's something that would make you go, oh, okay, actually, you know, this guy or girl, let's get them in. Well, to kind of throw that, turn the answer on its head or the question on its head, we had CVs coming in at the moment because we're currently hiring and we got CVs coming in, which is brilliant. And the people I'm going to pick are the ones who are looking at my LinkedIn profile and looking at Jenna's LinkedIn profile and Gira's. Um, and people who are sending us emails and messages wondering, you know, how's the process going? Can I get in front of you? People who are going that step above what the, uh, the bare necessity is. I'm so glad you said that because we constantly bang on on the podcast about using LinkedIn, using social media, actually reaching out, talking to people and making those connections because everyone can send an A4 CV in, but you're going to remember the people who message you, right? Exactly. And, and for people who would be my age starting out in whatever path they've chosen, they need to get onto LinkedIn immediately and they need to start putting that digital footprint together because realistically, if you tell me that you've worked for... Um, I don't know, Citibank and you've done amazing things. I'm going to go look at your LinkedIn profile and make sure you've done it. And if you haven't got one, first of all, I think possibly there could be some uh, porky pies or, um, and things like that. But no, you have to have that track record. Um, so yeah, it's, it's again, it's the get up and go. It's to go the extra yard to get on LinkedIn or to get on whatever platform you think is best to promote your brand um, and have that track record. Do you think particularly with um, the newer companies, uh, startups, particularly in the, within the tech world, do you think that LinkedIn is actually just going to dominate that space, particularly with um, job searching and job hunting? Oh, 100%. 100%. Everybody is all about um, finding out as much information about somebody before you get onto a call. So LinkedIn is it's a database, essentially. Um, you know, I've looked at both of your profiles and I can see you have the background and you have all the bits and pieces. But again, if I was jumping onto this call and I didn't know who you were and you weren't on LinkedIn, um, 
it makes for a harder conversation. You don't have that kind of synergy straight off the bat. And for you, what's been the biggest positive you've taken out of starting this business? Oh, that's a tricky one. Um, I think it's the fact that I don't have to pay for coffee anymore. <laughs> I get it for free. Uh, I know it, it genuinely is. It's We get to give back to the staff. Um, if you look at COVID-19 and how it's affected the world, the hospitality industry was crippled. It doesn't matter where they were across the globe. Um, and staff are generally the ones who received the final I don't know. They're the ones that get hit the hardest. You know, the employer obviously has to, to keep paying them. And when they can't, they generally get let go. So mm. being able to give back to the staff is a really big positive side to this business. Mm. And on the flip side of that, what would be some of the uh, negatives, biggest negatives you've um, found of starting your company and working in this industry? Um, the biggest negative, there's obviously you're going to meet a lot of different people. Um, and we have across all the different countries we're in. Um, you're going to meet a lot of different people who think that it's maybe not a great idea or whatever. And it's, uh, again, mindset, you got to drive forward um, and, and take every piece of advice, every piece of criticism, every piece of um, aggression that somebody throws at you and, and turn it into a positive, turn it into something that you can actually absorb, figure out what needs to be fixed and then drive forward. Um, so negatives are probably people not adapting to the technology or the world that we're living in currently. I mean, that's interesting. I think, you know, entrepreneurs don't really talk about the rejection they will face when they start a business. How did you specifically personally deal with it? Did you kind of just take on and maybe try and build on the criticism or did you just say, okay, this is our vision and some people just aren't going to agree with it? Oh, I think it's a bit of both. I remember my dad told me growing up, he said, the minute you think you know everything, you know nothing. Um, and when you look at, I've been told thousands of times that just isn't a good idea. And then I'm looking at the thousands of transactions we're doing. You've got to use every piece of criticism. And it might be really aggressive, and really horrible to hear, but you've got to use it as feedback. And you've got to turn that positive or the negativity into positivity. So if someone's saying that, you know, a QR code won't work, you've got to find a situation in which a QR code will work. Um, because obviously different products in the wrong situation will never work. So you've got to turn every piece of negativity into positive criticism and move forward. Mm. So tell us a bit more about the business itself. I mean, you said you already got licenses to operate in three different countries, which is incredible for a business of, of, you know, you've just started basically. But tell us a bit more about what you're hoping to do in the next year or next two years. Well, we're trying to get this in. I think one goal I set out and it's very ambitious, but within a hospitality setting, I want to have an access point. So we call our, our devices, our QR codes, our access points, places to leave a tip. I want one within five meters of somebody where they're, when they're in a restaurant, a coffee shop, a hotel or whatever it is. Um, we're trying to get that into. So it's got to roll out across the world. We obviously have some very exciting products, which will be all announced on our social medias and whatever. Um, and in the media itself um, in the coming months. But um, we got to roll this out very quickly. Um, yeah. So tell us a bit more about how it actually works. So, you know, say me and Tom go to a restaurant, we've had a great meal and we want to leave a tip. How, how does it actually work? So. Let's turn that ahead. So I remember reading an article at the start of um, last month, and it said that in the US, only 30% of customers leave a tip for their staff, the cleaning staff and hotels. So that's a solution that we're now moving very quickly to fill. So if you look at, you go into your hotel room, first of all, you tip the, uh, the person who brought your bags up to your room. Um, so you have two options there. You can just choose what you want and you tap your card off it, or you can scan a QR code and you can choose how much you want to pay or, and then pay with Apple and Google Pay. So it's all about giving back in situations in which you don't carry coins, you don't carry cash. Um, 
to answer your question. I hope I did. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it's a it's a brilliant idea, like you say, because because like you say, COVID essentially for our generation anyway. I I never used. Cash I never anyway. had cash before COVID. Do you carry cash? I no, carry no, cash. not even before COVID. I had cash. But you do. You want to reward the people that are giving you a good service. So having something like this that actually is useful to our generation is a game changer. It goes directly to the staff. And that's the most important part of this. Um, every single QR code we have or device, it clearly says all tips go directly to our staff. Um, and it's just, it's that misperception about leaving tips on a card machine of where does it go once you do it? Because it goes into a, a funnel and it goes in through, through the business and nobody really knows. And in, like, let's be completely honest, majority of cases, employers always give their tips to a staff. If anything, they probably give them a little bit more, but it's just, there's obviously some cases in which you never really know. Um, and by tipping a staff, a staff member through our platform, you know, because we built the brand around transparency, you know, the tip is going to go directly to them. No, that's brilliant. Um, would you still go into this industry knowing everything you know now? A hundred percent. The world is looking for disruptive technologies every day. Um, and I, I love innovation. So as much disruption as you can cause to big companies, um, the better the customer experience and customer journey will be getting. So um, for the end user, it's all about making this really easy. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for your time, James. I uh, really enjoyed chatting with you. and wish you the best of luck with Just Tip. Like we said, we think it's a, a brilliant idea. No worries. And for all of your amazing listeners out there, we have brilliant social medias. Um, I have my head of marketing looking in the window here screaming, please, <laughs> please, please. No, feel free. Plug media. everything you've got, mate. You've got Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, everything. Uh, Bebo coming soon. And that's uh, Just Tip, yeah? Just Tip official, exactly. Brilliant. Thank you, James. No worries. Thanks for having me, guys.